0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other DM alios. I'm Mark.
1: And I'm Heidi. How so, are you, Mark? I'm
0: doing great, man. So do you think we're good at podcasting?
1: I would not. Um, no. We've been on a lot of other podcasts l- lately, and I feel like everybody's good at it, and I'm not good at it.
0: No, I think you're really good at
1: it. No, let's I, be honest here.
0: I think we got to find good at it. You think
1: so? I mean, you're okay. You're a little wordy. Am I? Yeah, like I'll ask you a question, and you go on for a really long time.
0: You know what? I use a lot of words. You use a lot of space between your words. What I so I think equal the time we spend <laughs> is probably the same. Shut
1: and up. if you take into
0: account what you forget sometimes, oh yeah, you have
1: that problem. Your
0: lost train of thought, I'm sure. My we life,
1: sh- wait, my life, my whole entire life needs a teleprompter. Like my thoughts need to be on a teleprompter because I forget.
0: Do you think the producers could get us some information on how in a 30 minute podcast how long how much I talk you know and how much you talk? This is what oh, we need you, guys. You we need the amount triple of,
1: the amount of time I talk.
0: The amount of time we talk but then also not to to refute Heidi's argument but I think she's probably right. How many words do we put in?
1: So You know people say like the blanket sort of stigma is women talk a lot in our case
0: you weren't cha- you were not that chatty when we first met i do think you've been I'm
1: still not chatty i can't get a word in edgewise with you you talk all the time
0: how am i like the it's whole not a
1: bad thing concept I love of a podcast
0: that you talk. is to talk No. and if you're not talking i don't know that i'm not people...
1: talking because you don't give me a second you're doing it right now but i love that you talk i think um some guys are just more quiet in relationships and the and the woman will chatter 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 and it's the other way around for us but i like it cuz you make you have a lot of good points i feel like you know what i love about you we're going to go back for a minute here from when i first met you i just never had i had never met someone that had a perspective on lots of things in life things i never really thought about and You are so good at looking at both sides. And, you know, a million years ago when I was 25 um, and we met, I feel like. I kind of would like have my stance and my POV and then it was nice to be around someone that always gave the other side like look at both sides of it before and I have really from then used that my entire life like I even like parenting the girls they will come to me you know with their situation or something and I'm like well let's look at the like both sides of it and see you know at least get another perspective before you get your feet dug into like what you think about something. Like, I just think looking at the whole picture is so, it's so good because it keeps it from being too one-sided and, you know, you gotta, you kind of play both sides against each other and see, you know, where do I stand on that? So I love that about you. Now tell me something you love about me. No,
0: I'd rather you go <laughs> on and talk. I think oh, you'd...
1: now that's such a woman thing to do. I hate to be like that, but. I'm fine. Stereotypical so no woman.
0: I'm no, fine. No, it's
1: fine. It's fine. You just do it. No.
0: <clears throat> I will tell you my problem is my ADHD. I, so I have three topics going on in my head at once, and I just switch tracks quickly. Yeah. And so you have to also, follow. Also, I will
1: say with that, I can if when I'm talking, you could really. You could say what I said word for word, even though I know you have 20 conversations going on in your head about the next things you want to talk about.
0: Yes. How do you do it? I do think it's funny when they put out the, almost like the the words under what I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Because the person who types that must be like, this dude is absolutely nuts because he is all over the place.
1: No, but I think your thoughts are well thought. Like, I think you... When you talk, it's well thought out, and you come full circle. Now,
0: I switch it; like I'll be talking about well, pu- yeah, puppies. Then
1: I think my else. mind is more calm. You're
0: on words. one track. I'm sw- I'm switching tracks.
1: You know, I'm more focused in the moment of because yeah. S-
0: so, I've had some thoughts on how we can improve the podcast. So I know yes. that we have a lot of fans of Dixie and Charlie out there and they want to shout out to them shout out we're in this um podcast because of um all of the people that follow our kids and us and that's that's really cool so i don't want to stop giving them behind the scenes our parents perspective on what's happened in our week but i also don't want it to be just Going back to, hey guys, on Monday we did this. On Tuesday we did that because I think that's boring. So I want to start to do a couple of things. I want to. I would love if we you're, this, if you're there's ex- two
1: people in this yeah, podcast and we we decided and
0: this. we we can vote on it. And
1: <laughs> 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 that doesn't even make sense. I
0: know. More. So I would love for us to talk about what happened wait are you are you okay i'm
1: getting crisscross applesauce and it's hard because this chair is little
0: so let's give a visual because it's a podcast okay i'm wearing
1: jeans that are fitted and i'm sitting crisscross applesauce this is my favorite way to sit great okay proceed
0: So I think we should go and talk a little bit about, kind of give like the first five minutes. Hey, this is what we did this week. These are some of the cool things that happened. But then start to give our perspective on certain topics. Because as a parent, you're back on your phone again. What's going on?
1: Just making sure our kids are okay. (laughs) Jesus you know what because i usually before we go into the podcast i usually text them both and say dad and i are going to the podcast so if you don't hear from us and you try to get in touch with us that's where we are now they could look at the calendar before they reach out because it is
0: on a on a family calendar yeah
1: but they just sometimes reach out and so i like to give that text and i didn't because we were talking about a million things when we walked in so that's why i was on my phone kind sir
0: oh awesome So I think what we should do, I would love to hear from our listeners um, via Twitter, like what do you guys want to hear from our podcast? Is it more behind the scenes of what happened? Is it more our perspective? Should we get guests? That's the other thing. So we were, we've were we been guests on a lot of other podcasts and that's, um, but should we get guests? Would you like guests? Yeah, I,
1: I, want, I want guests. That's fun when we've had guests here.
0: Okay. So those are one of those things where I asked you a question. And you ended it. And then I had a talk.
1: Not, but, but there's other things to talk about. Like I said, what I said, now let's move on. What do we need to like go on and on about my answer being yes to having guests? Yes. I'd love to have guests on here. I, w- I would love to have all different kind of guests. What kind of Guess guests that are in the social media space, guests that are parents of kids on this, in the social media space. Um, Other human beings, maybe some puppies. I don't know. I'm open. Who would you like to have as guest on the show?
0: I I would like to, I always wanted to talk to other influencers' parents. I love that. And see what, what we have in common with them, what we don't, what they did. People always ask us, we gave our kids the tools by me probably being a little bit Eh, whatever, giving them phones at a real early age, where people would look at us and say, "Oh my God, they have phones! It's so young," or them having computers or them being on social media pretty early. But it ended up, it ended up working out. But I would love to know, like, if David Dobrik's parents, how involved they were. Like, he had to have been able, he had to have to a have phone access, right? and a camera and some of the basic tools to do videos. And were they supportive of it early on?
1: I wonder how much of it, being a parent like you that have kids that are in sports and activities their whole lives, um, you can see some of the parents that are... um, Maybe the kid doesn't want to be there as much as maybe the parent might want them to be there. And everybody has their own reasons. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying there is that. I wonder for the ones that have grown to be huge in the social media space was it self-driven you know like i wonder if it's like traditional sports or activities where sometimes and and like i i do agree with like sometimes like a kid might not want to do something because they've never done it before and they need a little push like that i get you know sometimes it's obvious that the kid does not want to be there they don't, want to, they don't want to be doing that activity and the parent wants it more than them um i wonder in social media if that happens like
0: that's an interesting question i doubt very much like the way someone might have their kid play baseball or so, little league or softball the, because they played baseball i wonder how many parents are sitting there going johnny sally you definitely get on your phone and start <laughs> start TikTokking.
1: I feel like for, or I'd like to find out, like for a lot of these um, kids that a lot of our kids' friends, is it, was it just started as something fun? Was it an outlet for creativity, somewhere to put all their creative ideas, you know, where, and what's the common thread in all the kids and, and, you know, that are so, have so many, such a big following, like, is there a common thread in their personalities and
0: It's funny, you would think the common thread between all of these influencers would be them having that outgoing, extroverted (laughs) personality. And oddly enough, it's almost, I think a lot of them could be good actors because I do think they are playing a part. And if you look at, I don't want to bring up kids' names that aren't my kids, but a lot of the ones we've met are very introverted, but they play a part in social media. Um, And I think that's true to our, I mean, I'll talk about our kids. Charlie is, is very shy, very introverted, like is a homebody, but when she's in her comfort zone, looking at the camera, she's, she's really, really good. So I would argue that, extroverts are not better i would argue that introverts kind of because that's where they're comfortable they're not necessarily comfortable going out and and chatting and having a conversation with people they're in their they're in their own space
1: yeah i think that's why um the people that we know that are shy in real life do so well because where are they they're in their room by themselves doing things that they find fun are creative or, and they can just express themselves. No judgment. Nobody's watching me, but somehow post it and know that there's millions of people seeing it. Like that's okay to them because it doesn't almost seem like real or something. I don't know. But yeah, I think the fact that they are alone and, and doing this is, is their comfort zone.
0: I'll, I'll give you more on that. When, when, if you think about it, so there was Charlie. A lot of her initial TikToks were done in her room, and and people have heard the story that stories that we would say to her, mm-hmm. why don't you pick up? How are you making a TikTok in front of your bed? It, you didn't make your bed. There's clothes on the floor. And then I remember one time when we came out to L.A. and we were when she first came to L.A. She stayed with me in a hotel room, and she was in the bathroom making TikToks, and I'm like dude we're in california like Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there as a dad i'm like make a tiktok in front of the hollywood sign and and i'm like we're in la there's palm trees there's everything like go outside and make some tiktoks and she was just totally comfortable i'm like how no one's gonna know you're in california you're in a bathroom with a mirror
1: and i remember you calling me and like you're like Hi, I can't get this kid out of the bathroom. She's just in there making making videos. Like I want to go out and go do things, and I, I don't get it. Like I was like, "What? Why not?" Like it's so beautiful there. Yeah, I do remember that.
0: And I'm I'm now
1: very, we get it.
0: <laughs> right. And I'm outgoing, and my content is horrendous. So, Wait, so there you go.
1: Talking about being, you know, more introverted. The people who are more social and want to be more around other people doing it their content is different like you can tell and and they do things that have them interacting with other people you know and that and that's where they shine so there's definitely room for everybody
0: right so how would you title this episode what What do you think the title of the episode I don't,
1: Oh God. social media is currency we Ooh. think, but we're not sure. We're and just dabbling in the idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we have
0: no idea. We're basically. I
1: title it as, we have no idea what we're talking about, yep. but here's what we think.
0: Hey, everyone. It's it Don't take don't advice from us because so we have no, no idea, idea what, what we're doing.
1: doing.
0: <laughs> but we have a podcast. <laughs> I remember when I was in college, everyone was a better typer than I was. And I remember getting out one of the when I graduated college, going on interviews, they would say, how many words per minute do you type? And I wasn't a good typer. So I clearly remember saying, like, to what's the, in my head, what's the future of typing? And I was like, well, computers. So that's when, I mean, we bought Dixie and Charlie Mac computers at such a young age. Mm -hmm. And then we bought them phones at such a young age. And I remember parents looking like,
1: they okay are, hold on to that yeah go D- at dixie was we were gonna get dixie a phone at her fifth grade graduation a lot of the parents were doing that because we were there was like we'd been together since pre-k so we we're all like really close and that was kind of like the majority of people were doing that like it was time they're going to middle school it's different they're going to be on a bus like i think it's time so that was the plan and then you ended up getting it for her early like a little bit earlier than I wanted to give it to her the day of graduation. You did. You went and did your own thing. But Charlie, I don't know. Do you remember this? So Charlie is almost three years younger than Dixie and you broke your phone. So you go to the Apple store and was like, Or whatever store. Was it an Apple store? Yeah, Yeah. And you were like, um, Charlie, want to come? You know, she was always, she was your sidekick. So she was, wherever you were going, she was going. So she hops in the car. You guys go, comes back. You have a new phone. And she has a phone. She was third grade. I was like, what is happening? You were like, no, 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 no. Let me explain to you. It was cheaper Mm. to get a fourth line and a fourth phone than it was to fix my phone. I still don't know if that's true, but I feel like I felt like she had given you some PowerPoint presentation on why she should have a phone in third grade. It was a flip phone. It was like she wasn't doing much on it.
0: Right. But hindsight being 2020 we, right, we made the right decision. <laughs> I would say. Or would it
1: have happened anyway?
0: Well, it wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't have
1: yeah, given them phones. phones. No, but I mean, so young.
0: Right. I do think I, I'm a, well, let's back up. I think when you, when your kid is born, you should reserve their (laughs) names on Instagram, TikTok, Triller, YouTube, and you should start posting content then, then you will you should hand that off to them at the time you feel it's appropriate. That is the currency of the future. And any parent that you can monitor it, you can manage it. Any parent that doesn't do that is doing a disservice to their kids.
1: Really, you yes. feel that strongly Ab- about it? Absolutely. I'm going to go on the flip side of that. I don't know. I feel like I know there's. I've seen like f- like actors or like. Me- Artists or huge, pe- you know, stars that don't show their children because they've lived that and they've been in the public eye and they don't want that for their kids. I think the kids should decide. Uh, yeah, reserve the name. Yes, build it up. No, you have all that material. If they're if they're in sixth, seventh grade and they're like, I really want to build and and. Put a story out of who I am. You have all that stuff. You can just hand it to them. They can do it. Let them do it.
0: Yeah, but I think just like anything else, it's like it's like you know saving for college. I think I think it's the new saving for college. You are right. I think that you should. They can always delete it, not do anything with it, go into obscurity.
1: Wait, here's the question: Should the parent keep it private until the kid is ready to decide?
0: No, the parents should promote it and try to get as big as possible Hmm. i think i don't know if this and i talked about this on on the drinking bros podcast i don't know if colleges actively um look at followers or but you gotta think if 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 i'm hiring somebody for a job and whatever job it is and i'm like wow this person has this person's done a good job not i'm not impressed with how many followers they have I'm impressed with the fact that they've been able to create create their own brand and that to me is like wow if this person did something so big for their personal brand imagine what they'll do Mm. for my school for my company whatever Mm -hmm. whatever it is I I have no basis to that that's just straight opinion I don't know if that's factual or not
1: I see your, and I'm going to raise you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think there are people that curate this beautiful social media stuff because what do you, these kids that are in college that are they're out, they're partying, they're having a good time, they're posting it all. You think a company is going to hire them, thinking you know they might be a little too much for our brand and our company, so that could be a negative. Obviously, we've all seen that happen. People are posting things, and then colleges get a hold of it, and it's not good. So how? Do, so, so what? It, I, I feel like that's promoting uh, this beautiful curated version of yourself.
0: See, I look at it the other way. First, or of does all, it
1: make you be a better person? First
0: of all, I think like we did, one of the things that we told the girls early on is like you're in charge of your own brand mm-hmm. and what brand do you want to be? And and I'm not going to get in the middle of the brand you decide to put out there, but um, I'll give you my advice and my advice mm-hmm. is to pr- pr- protect your brand. So I think mm-hmm. if you did that, you're you're looking at an issue that could happen which i don't disagree with if if you put if you the more followers you have and the more negativity you put out there more people are going to know that you're that you don't have a positive brand right mm-hmm. so i'm just saying like give give your kids a head start get all that stuff situated because i think the future is less big corporations and more entrepreneurship and more people whether they're whether they are I'm not saying that you should do this in hopes that your kids become an influencer. I'm saying that you okay. do this in hopes that your kids become a doctor, a lawyer and they have this this currency, this following, this platform to do really cool things. I'm I'm not suggesting at all that parents should try to create influencers.
1: Is it do you kind of look at it like a walking resume?
0: Yes, I do. And I think it's I, I think it's it's gives all you want to do as a parent is set your kids up better than you, you try to do better for your kids than your parents did for you, and I think that's just part of it. So, I mean, it's just well, it's I don't know if
1: it's like better because you make it sound like oh, uh, you know, you could have for the time like more more current and what the opportunities are at that. Like, I think you know. No one had more love in our houses than us, right? So we were very fortunate with that. Um, I'm not going to—I don't think I could do better. I'm I'm hoping to do as equal to that in our home with our kids as we had with love, right? So I'm not going to do better in that sense. Sure. But now there's social media. So with that, do a good job of—
0: my yeah, my point is their parents like my point is there are parents out there that frown upon social media yeah. and think that that there's some big negative thing to giving your kid a phone and having them be on social media early and i would argue that if you're doing your job as a parent and you're and you're instilling values in your in your kids yeah things could Things could come off the rails, but they could come off the rails anyway. So I I think they'll
1: come off the rails in other ways. Yeah, I just do feel this is what I get, and I don't know what the answer is. Is if you're okay, if you're saying like you build this up for your kid, right, and you hand it to them and as a gift, like this is now this is what this is basically your life since birth, and now you have this thing, it's yours. So does that then I mean, we we know without a doubt there are these people that are on social media and they have these beautiful social media platforms and not saying they're big. Some of them are small, which is everybody starts somewhere. Right. But then they go on someone else's and says some of the most vile things. So it's like you're creating look. In a parent's eyes, like you think your kid is everything, right? And is it now you're setting like I don't know. Like obviously, you still have to parent them and teach them. Don't do those things. Like don't be an asshole on someone else's account. But is it giving them further ways to hide that they're rude on other accounts or saying really mean things?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And and look, I haven't, I haven't thought this out very well i just think that if i think that social media and your 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 followers are things that could help help you later in life and to start early and to build that i think you still have to do all the other good things i think you have to parent i think you have to Ask your kids hard questions. I think sometimes yeah. you have to do a little bit of investigation with with without violating their trust. And mm-hmm. and that's that's the hard part too, is like I never grabbed Dixie and Charlie's phone mm-hmm. and went through their their texts. I just constantly said like, hey, once you type something,
1: mm-hmm. it's out
0: there. Once you make a mistake, it's out there. And the mistakes are extremely Um, making a mistake nowadays isn't like making a mistake when we were kids. Mm -hmm. It's unforgiving. So that's it.
1: This is the advice I would give to parents when you have young kids that are on social media and whether you curated their account since birth or they're just starting and you're monitoring it, look for their other accounts. Kids make secret accounts to go on other people's social media pages and write really really vile things that's a fact period how would
0: they know that and first of all i don't like it i don't i think it's been emotionally terrible for our kids and for other kids um i don't know how you how you combat that except parent and try to create good human beings i don't i don't know that Yeah. Obviously, if you went and saw a negative post (laughs) from a nine-year-old and you went to their parents and you said, this is what Johnny said, I'm sure it would, but I don't know how you, I think you have a better chance of, of working the other way and saying, and saying, look, people are going to say bad things and you Mm. have to build confidence in yourself you have to build self-esteem and you have to you have to know your true self. And it's and as an adult at 52, how is that how old I am? Approximately, I think. Approximately. Um, it's hard, man. It's 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 hard. I tend to think, how about if I throw a zinger at you now, oh, Heidi? Gosh. How Let's about go. if I say I think that we grow up and we deal with bullies well, no matter how popular you are no matter how cool you are there's older kids there's there's people you're always going to deal with that negativity and i think what happens as you get older you start to surround yourself by people and you and you don't have to go to school anymore you don't have to do all these things if you don't like the people in your workplace you can go and find a new new job there are certain things so i th- i would argue that people build a life with people that they love and care about and, and, and only say good things. And I would argue that some of the negativity builds thicker skin, makes you look at yourself a little bit. And although maybe 99% of the stuff isn't true, it makes you think on how, your for me personally I'm not saying for you mm-hmm. some of the negativity has made me closer to get closer to the people that I'm close with made me introspective and look at myself and say well maybe that's not far off of maybe I can work on that so and um,
1: this is goes back to what I said at the beginning how you always look at it from all sides and I, that's a great perspective and I never thought about it that way so thank you for that
0: before we started you're welcome you're welcome. And before we started this, I had super thin skin. I thought, you know, I I come across as someone who's super confident, but I, I think we're—I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think we're all um, insecure in a cert, in certain ways. And this this whole experience has helped me realize that not that it doesn't matter what people say, but you, if you're living your life, doing your best, being a good human being, and now I kind of just laugh the stuff off mm-hmm. unless it, unless it's true. And then I look at that and I say, yeah, I could do a better job at that. Mm-hmm. You're probably right.
1: I like that. Good job. Yeah.
0: Well, what did we talk about this whole episode?
1: I don't... We I, went
0: totally off script.
1: We, uh, we went on... A, but that was good because it was something that I've thought about and... I know you've talked about building your social media as it's the new currency and as you grow older, you know, I just think the only thing is when you're a kid, right? um, You make kid mistakes. And unfortunately in social media, you're not allowed to make mistakes. You get penalized for it forever. That's the only thing. And, and so these kids instead, you know they're going to hide mistakes they're not going to you know i think it's i get torn on it because you get you you feel ashamed to All make right, a mistake I, that's part of life but i life. i
0: have a i have a great example for you okay that's here. if you if you put money away let's say let's we're talking currency so let's say as as a parent you started saving for your kid and most parents save to put their kids through college but let's say you just save 20 bucks a week for their life or whatever and you have this after interest and all this stuff over over 18 years you hand them a uh an amount of money it could be a thousand dollars it could be two hundred thousand dollars whatever it is you hand it to them what you're saying is you want to make sure they use the currency properly, but there's no guarantee on that. The Whether I think how you raise your kid is going to and the type of person they am some some nurture, some nature. They they may they may blow the money
1: mm-hmm. the
0: day the day you hand That's it to true. them. They may blow it. They may they may keep an investment. I, I don't know. I like that. All I'm saying is like give them the option to to su- succeed. And hopefully they'll do the right
1: thing. Yeah. You know, I think it's hard too because we didn't grow up with it. Like their kids, it's going to be different, right? The kids that are 20-year-olds now, right? When they have kids, they're going to know what it's like to be on social media when you're 11, 12, 13 years old. We don't know that. So I think it'll be even better. They're going to do a better job than we did. And
0: I think what you're looking at is just handing this over to them this is just part of the thing whether it's whether it's money for college or money for whatever plus hey this is your you know this is your social media platform that as a family we've built for you mm-hmm. it's yours I think what what you're missing is you're you're teaching them along the way so hopefully when they get this whether if you use the the example of putting a college fund together for them and they decide they don't want to go to to college hopefully they have the tools because you've been teaching them that, all right, well, you're obviously not just going to blow this money. You're going to do something mm-hmm. smart, right, with it. And so...
1: How young do you let them in on the creative process?
0: I think as soon as you think that that they would... You would normally let them handle it themselves. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you got to... I'm not even... I don't even have any understanding <laughs> of how you would grow their following. All I'm saying is that once you secure the, you should secure their, at their name and, and keep it going. I'm not saying you're going to hand them a verified account. I don't even know how that would be, <laughs> how that would be possible, but yeah, that's my That's
1: thing. That's interesting. And then like, I'm just envisioning. So they have it and then let's say they grow their following and then they get verified. Like these are going to be parts of life that are like, oh my God, I'm having a verified party. <laughs> I, would,
0: I would love to talk with a college admissions officer and say, because you you know 10 years ago, uh, an applicant's following had no, no bearing on anything. But today, if all of a sudden they, it's, colleges are, f- most of them are for-profit businesses, right? So, mm-hmm. and if they can bring an ambassador, a student who can market their college, who has a million followers, it, it's got to weigh in to the decision. So any, any college admissions officers out there i'd love to know your your take is yeah. it is it five percent is it ten? they per- would admit it no i don't think so me neither all right everybody thanks for listening i'm mark you can follow me at mark d'amelio that's mark d'amelio
1: and follow me on my socials at heidi d'amelio d'amelio did i say it right i don't know i don't whatever. know either
0: i think we've decided you could say it a bunch of different ways d'amelio 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 just don't put a G in there. Domiglio is another
1: name. Yeah, that we, people call us that all the time. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Mark and Heidi, the other Domilios, comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio.
0: You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Oh.